with a flag that's colored green, red, and white. Remember Mexico's army and their brave long ago fight. Let's dance the chants, let's play a song. It's Cinco de Mayo today. Let's eat the food of Mexico. The sole tortillas, hooray! Yes, I know we've done our Wonderful Women Wednesday today, but when I realized that it was actually Cinco de Mayo, I wanted to do an additional episode today because I am a major fan of the Mexican culture and definitely a major fan of the Mexican food. And I happen to be down in Florida and I'm just so excited about getting some real authentic Mexican food, I decided that I would do an additional Wonderful Women Wednesday today. And in honor of Cinco de Mayo, I wanted to honor a chef, a Mexican city-born chef by the name of Daniela Soto Ennis. And she is only, I mean, she's not even 30 let me just put it out there. And she was given the prestigious honor, and I do mean prestigious honor, of being the youngest winner ever of the world's best female chef. Now, check that out. She's not even 30, and she was given the honor of the world's best female chef. So we have to acknowledge chef, and I just want to read a little bit about her because it was saying that um, she was surrounded by strong women who love cooking. After moving to the United States from Mexico at the age of 12, she seriously contemplated a career in food and at 14 took an internship to turn into her first job. For formal training, she attended La Cordon Bleu in Austin. She then traveled and staged around Europe, New York, and Texas. Now, I don't know that much about the restaurants in Houston, but I know every time I'm watching food channels and different channels, they rave about Houston being the fourth largest city as far as not just the city itself, but food. They say it's really the food mecca of America. I hear that all the time. I've never been to Houston and I've never eaten there, but I keep hearing it. So obviously it must be some truth to it. And it was saying that she worked at Brennan's of Houston, which I'm not familiar with, but it just talks about all the great places she worked, Trinity's two years later, and then Chris Shepard's underbelly. Now, I really do think that this young lady has demonstrated when you love food and you grow up in a kitchen where you have people who love food, that you may want to uh, make that a career change. And she is definitely a person that I want you guys to hear in her own words. Because they're just giving her so many accolades. And like I said, she's not even 30 yet. And they say that, you know, she's um, known for dynamic, inventive cooking. So, I mean, I don't know about you guys, but if any of you are Mexican food lovers like I am, you always want to try something different. And I like one of the things she's quoted as saying, she says, I'm really lucky to be close to my team. See, this is a person who not only cares about what she does, but she cares about the people around her. And she said, I consider myself to be one of them. If you ask someone to do something and you don't know how 
to do it yourself, what kind of a leader are you? That is so very true. And I found when she was given the award, you know, 2020 in the restaurant industry was almost like non-existent. And I have found a speech she did, and they called it a very inspirational speech. And after I listened to it, I definitely agree. Because right now, with the world being the way it is, you know, Mexicans are considered immigrants, even if they're born here or if they're here legally. But yet everybody seems to, the same people that's always talking about them seems to always be eating in restaurants that uh, make Mexican food. I find that really ironic. And she talks about the ignorance and racism in this speech. And I think it's very vital for right now, you know, because all races that are being battered and discriminated against, not just the African-American, not even just the Mexican, but we know the Asians are being abused and beaten up. And, you know, as I always mention, I want to bring um, information to people to be better. And I wanted to, you know, in spite of the fact that I had already done my Wonderful Women Wednesday on Mickey Guyton, which we definitely are not uh, minimizing by no means. I wanted to do an additional episode today because it literally is, (laughs) ironically, Cinco de Mayo. And I didn't even realize it until I was making reservations to go to Florida. And the first thing we always say when we go to Florida is we want some authentic Mexican food. So I figured what better way to show homage to the Mexican community and the culture than do a separate Wonderful Women episode on this amazing young Mexican-born chef who has been given the top I mean, think about it, the world's best female chef. That's that's an honor under the age of 30 now and the youngest winner ever. So I want you guys to listen to the speech she did at this uh, uh, world's 50th best restaurant uh, in 2019 event. And she talks about her love, but she talks about the challenges here in the world and especially in America. So check this out. She seems like she's a kind of shy person. Would you please welcome to the stage the world's best female chef 2019, Daniela Sotorinez. <laughs> okay, I am very, very nervous. Um, <laughs> extremely nervous. <laughs> Because um, I care. And um, buenas noches a todos. Um, I'm very grateful. I have to read this because I am very nervous and I, I um, lost my phone today. Uh, <laughs> and I had to write this just now. Um, I am very, very grateful that this year my friends gave me the opportunity and the platform to represent my thoughts, not only as a chef, but as a human. I, okay. <laughs> I am shaking. Okay. Okay, okay. My team is, uh, our team is the loudest one here, so excuse them. Um, I was born in Mexico City uh, before I could talk. I was polishing my great-grandmother's pots and spoons, and I thought it was every child's side work. Um, So yes, I grew up in the kitchen uh, with constant conversations of baking and cooking, but the most important thing was to always have joy. 
when you're in the kitchen. If you didn't, you were kicked out. Um, I started cooking professionally because I thought I could use this um, sparkling personality in the kitchen. But soon I found out that happiness and good energy were not the standard in any of the kitchens which I worked. I quickly realized that the hospitality field was sometimes, if not most of the time, the least hospitable uh, place to work in. That although chefs were making happy to their guests um, and they were making amazing memories, they were doing the opposite to their teams. I was very disappointed. But at the time, I believe it was okay to go to a little bit of a mental craziness because everyone next to me was too. I thought it was okay that uh, most of the people didn't have a voice in the kitchen because we didn't. I decided that if I ever run my own kitchen, it will be more like the kitchens I grew up in, full of joy, happiness, and community. I promised myself I'll create an environment that I could be, that could be as a pleasant for the person developing the idea to the person receiving it. I didn't think, um, I didn't think happiness in the front of the house meant misery in the back. That fact that I'm here proves that it is true. To me, the role of a chef is a leader, balance and team builder, someone who seeks to inspire by learning something new every day with their team. With discipline, communication, and grace, we can inspire the success of an individual. Hi. Sorry. Uh, a chef is not only the one who cooks, writes menus, or develops recipes, but the one that listens to their team, takes care of them, and learns how to treat each person individually so they can fulfill their highest potential, achieve a style of their own. At the end of the day, it's about values, not letting our craft not letting our craft forget that we were not born with it. We developed it with someone or somewhere that we encountered. I'm almost done. Um, <laughs> today, I am happy not to get this accolade, but because I know that with this platform and making our team proud, not only for me, but of themselves. We're hungry to grow as a team, to make changes, not only to the kitchens and restaurants, but beyond. As a Mexican woman leading a diverse team, I believe with every day, with every meal, with every guest, we can fight against the ignorance and prejudice, which tells us that our voices shouldn't be heard, that our happiness and dreams do not matter, because only those happiness matter, but we can spread it. Not only those do dreams matter, but we can make them come true. And that's it. Thank you so much. Uh, See, her speech talked about her heritage and the ignorance of people so she can use her platform to show people that, you know, Mexicans aren't all the negative things that people have been told over the last several years. And I really thought it was important for her to say those things because, you know, this young lady is phenomenal. They were saying before she was even 30, she had two restaurants in New York. One was called Cosme, 
which is uh, C-O-S-M-E. And they said that the menu was anchored with uh, Mexican flavors and traditions and included dishes such as duck carnitos and, uh, you know, avocado and salsa, corn husk. I mean, they name a lot of the things. And her second restaurant was Atla, which is an all-day casual catering that serves Mexican classics. Oh, like uh, quesadillas I love. Anyway, um, she decided to make an announcement. And on Sunday, December 6, 2020, she posted a message to Instagram stating that after careful thought and consideration, I am moving on from my role as chef and partner at Cosme and Atla. She did not disclose details on why she was leaving the restaurants. And, you know, I was thinking with this woman being this phenomena under 30, she's probably been given opportunities to do her own thing without partnering up and just doing something different. So I'm really excited to see what comes out of this. And, you know, a goodbye note to her was posted on both of the official Instagram accounts of the restaurants, Cosme and Atlas over the weekend after she made the announcement and the quote is saying our team will miss your energy your drive and creativity we hope that the next chapter of your career is wonderful and look forward to seeing it unfold now that's pretty nice so I'm hoping that that means there was no bad blood between them and she has something amazing that is going to happen for her and her upcoming endeavors, I'm guessing it would be still doing the Mexican food. And I am really, really excited. And I'm going to be doing some research to find out even more about this wonderful woman. And as I mentioned, this is just a small bonus episode. But with it being Cinco de Mayo and me being down here in Florida looking for authentic Mexican food, I decided... I do some research and her name came up and I mean, how can you not? I like to always introduce uh, the first and, and, and women that have just shown a uh, breaking down the door for opportunities and my young people, as I always mention, young people are the future and this woman isn't even 30 and she had two major restaurants in New York city. That has to be unheard of. And then you're called the world's best, not America's best. It said the world's best female chef. So I just wanted to um, give a shout out to uh, Chef Daniela Soto. In, in this, um, I was trying to say it like the lady did, but my Spanish, I apologize, uh, might not be as coherent as I thought it was. Anyway. I just wanted to uh, honor the Mexican heritage, this amazing young chef on Cinco de Mayo, and do a special extra episode. So this is another example of this week of how we can show the non-ethnic uh, groups, or let me just say it, the Caucasian community, how our ethnicity is really a positive part of America and the world. You know, people like soul food, don't like black people. People love Mexican food, don't like Mexicans. I mean, that's come on now. Let's 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 just all try to get along, as they used to say. So I'm going to end this short episode and 
I hope you guys enjoy just a little bit about this amazing young chef under 30 and check out her future endeavors. And if she has some future restaurants, check them out. Well, guys, this will end this episode. And I hope that the information that you received is inspiring, uplifting, and informative. As I always say, follow us on Twitter at Advocacy Ladies. That's capital A as in advocacy, capital L as in ladies. And you can follow us on many of the podcast apps. We are on Apple iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Pandora, Alexa TuneIn, and of course, my hosting podcast company, Podbean. If you have any questions or subjects you want us to look into, give us a call. We're at 404-855-7723. Or you can send us an email at podcasthostshaypate19 at gmail.com. And you know my favorite question is, what do you have to say? Thank you for listening.